0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff.
1: Welcome to Speaking Out for the Blind. I'm Brian McAllen. Finger Lakes Times reports that visually impaired man Daniel O'Dell was working at the Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Rochester, New York. But when New York Governor Andrew Cuomo closed all non-essential businesses due to the coronavirus pandemic, Daniel found himself out of work. Don't worry, he'll be working at the Association again when the order is lifted. But for now... Daniel is helping North New York-based company called V-Technical Textiles perform packaging of protective masks for healthcare providers. How did Daniel speak out to get this work opportunity, and how does he do the job? Daniel is here to tell us. V-Technical Textiles operations manager, Sean DeCook, also joins us to talk about Daniel's involvement. Hi, Daniel and Sean.
0: Hi. Hello, Brian. Thanks for having us.
1: Yep, Tell thanks. us about yourselves.
2: So, um, I started working for Sean about six weeks ago, packaging the mask and cutting elastic and ribbon to help them make the mask. Okay,
1: how about you, Sean?
0: Hi, Brian. Uh, v Technical Textiles is a, uh, a textile company with a, with conductive fabrics and metallized textiles. And when Governor Cuomo asked for companies that had cut and sew capabilities to start looking at PPE equipment, we recognized the fact that we had a silver, cotton jersey fabric that we could fabricate masks with. We started fabricating these masks with the idea that we would be donating them to hospitals and and people in the healthcare industry. Um, We were contacted by uh, many people to see if they could purchase these masks. A decision was made by our company to take these masks. And for every retail purchase that we made through our our e-commerce site, we would donate one to somebody that was helping fight the coronavirus. We needed to... Uh, increase our production, so we actually opened an older facility that we weren't using down the road from our main facility, and dedicated that to making PPE equipment, henceforth face masks and hand wipes. Daniel um, was uh, brought on early on um, when because uh, he's a friend of my sister Heather Bushart's to uh, to come and see if he could support us with. Our program, trying to help healthcare uh, people in the healthcare business get face masks that they so desperately needed. We uh, we moved Daniel into our production area, uh, more more specifically into our packaging area, and Daniel started to quickly package these devices that we were preparing for our customers and getting them ready for shipment. It didn't take long to recognize the fact that Daniel's. Uh, A quick learner and uh, and I moved him into a production area where he spoken earlier about um, actually preparing product for us that we could assemble more importantly getting the elastics and and ribbons and different parts of the device ready for us so that we could move them into production Uh, Daniel most recently has been working on um, our hand wipe program and folding them so, yeah, we uh, we figured out a way to, to jig the fixture in front of him so that he can fold them to fit into the package perfectly every time. He's, uh, he's quite a guy to work with, and uh, everybody loves having him around.
1: So, okay, Daniel, you see mm-hmm. only shadows and light. Yes. Um, they
2: diagnosed me at age five that I was night blindness, and I had a rare syndrome. It's called... Bard at one out of fifty thousand people have it and it affects the vision, obesity kidneys, some people become diabetic, but I'm not. So a lot of health factors.
1: Okay. So when New York Governor Andrew Cuomo ordered non-essential businesses to close to help reduce the spread of the coronavirus back in March, you found yourself out of a job. How do you feel about how did you feel about that? Um I mean, I was a little disappointed that
2: I didn't have a job to do, but then thanks to my mom, we found me something to do to pass the time because if I didn't find anything, I don't think I could have stayed home and done nothing for so long. I would have been pretty bored. So thanks to that, I'm working at the technical with Sean
1: and his team, and I like working for them and doing what I'm doing. So you worked for the Association for the Blind and Visually Impaired in Rochester, New York. What yes. sort of products do they make? They make over 90 of them.
2: So we do the sticky notes for 3M. We do, we call multiple different soaps for the military or people who are in prison. Um, we lace up sneakers and box them up for people who are incarcerated or they're in uh, like mental places where they're not stable
0: so brian i had the good fortune before daniel worked with me to tour the facility that he works in in rochester and i was i was amazed at the uh the ability of of the people that work there uh rochester avbi has a full cut and sew shop and they're making garments uh um, most most specifically which branch of the military are they building the pants and, and the and the workout gear for?
2: We do the shorts for the post guard and the pants are for the the warm-up pants are for the
0: military, I believe. I think it's the Navy, isn't it? Yeah. Or is it the Air Force?
2: I wanna say the Air Force, but I'm not hundred percent sure.
0: This is a full cut and sew shop also. This is this is where I learned that if you If you jig things correctly, people that are visually impaired are able to do the job and task just as well as somebody that has sight.
1: I see. I see how that works. Um, Now, once Governor Cuomo lifts the order, Daniel, you're going to go back to work, right, at the association?
2: Um, I'm not going to be able to because of transportation, because my mom's working from home because she got laid off, and also... My stepdad is working nights and it takes forty-five minutes to get there and do the transportation. I'm not gonna be able to. So he found me a job closer to home. I'm just waiting because of COVID to for them to get back to me.
0: So wow. so that dan so that you understand, Brian, one way trip for Daniel is over almost an hour or better each day just to go to A V B I from where he lives in phelps new york um it's uh, I, I don't know the mileage but i do know that it takes about an hour to get there
2: and i also had to get up at like four 5 in the morning and that was just getting too much so
0: so what what daniel's going to do is uh he's got an opportunity to work with uh well go ahead and tell him who the i'm gonna be
2: working is. with GW Lisk, it's a company here in Clifton Springs, and they supposedly they package multiple things. I'm not sure what, supposedly, but I'm going to be working there. It's through ARC. I don't know yeah, if that's, they that's what have those in California
0: or not, but we have them here. So Wayne County Arc is going to employ Daniel, and Daniel's going to be a subcontractor through a, to a machine shop uh closer to his home where he can go to work each day and and work packaging their products. The better part the good thing for us at V Technical Textiles is is that beyond what Daniel's doing for me now I can actually hire him through the Wayne County Arc to come and do pack and come and work packaging our products also. So we're very excited to learn that he's he's going to be going to a to a company that I can subcontract him.
1: Now, Daniel, you gotta mm-hmm. tell us about your general experience working at V Technical Textiles. I always want to
2: come and work for them. They're like family to me and I like working for them and it gives me something to do. I can get out of the house instead of being stuck home and not doing anything and just being bored and doing nothing, and it
0: makes time go by pretty fast. We're very fortunate to have many of Daniel's peers working for us also. So I have a group of, of uh, young adults that grew up with Daniel. So he gets to work with people that he's known for, for many years now also.
1: That It sounds like you guys have a really good company. Daniel, how do you package the masks? How so, does the packaging process work? I've been cutting the
2: elastic and the ribbon for the mask, and then I also fold the wash material and the instructions for the mask. There are half sheets and full sheets of paper.
0: Package them in ah uh, into the into the bags that they go into, mm-hmm. and then and then the bag and then the bags receive the uh, the face mask itself.
1: Okay. So, Sean, you say that Daniel is a quote packaging expert. End quote. You also comment that Daniel knows quote how to do the same thing and consistently with speed. End quote. Talk about so, these abilities.
0: Oh, well, actually, Daniel and I were having this conversation before before we came online with you today, Brian. Uh, that I I keep trying to challenge him with different things that I give him and uh, and. What I'm learning from him is how to, to be a better manager uh, working with somebody that has a disability like Daniel has so that they can be successful. And we have this we have this great open communication of what works and what's not working so well for us. And Daniel is very determined, a very determined young man to be successful at whatever task we put in front of him. And so, most recently, I asked him to take a, a 10 and a half inch by 10 and a half inch, um, to, for lack of a better term, silk-like material. And
1: fold, fold it. Fold
0: it in half and then tri-fold it evenly so that it would fit into the card that it needed to go into and then into the packaging. Uh, I think Daniel was a little... Uh, 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 got a little frustrated, but I figured out how to do it. A little challenging, but I'm starting to get the hang of it. But we were able to, through our through our communication with each other, um, figure out what we needed to do so that you would be successful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's, it's a good give and take. Daniel's able to explain to me what he feels his limitation is, and i I able to try different techniques with him until we find something that works. And a lot of times it's just about how do we – how do we take the the work area and jig it so that the so that the jig will allow Daniel to repeat the process uh over and over again and, and keep my speed and uh, yeah you're always about your speed yeah always about first your speed. accurate then speed but he's he's got this inside himself this is something that Daniel had before he came to work with me it's something that it, that's instilled inside of him and something that you hope to find anytime that you have uh, a young person come work for you uh, a work ethic that wants to improve uh, what it is that they're doing and, and to, and, and to do it, you know, with repeatability and, and great speed.
1: Daniel, you're definitely very ambitious. You put all this packaging director, I mean, packaging together, yes. but you also put the literature together as well. Uh-huh. How are you sure that you're staying safe on that packaging line? So and keeping I, social distance.
2: So I wear a mask, we use hand sanitizer. Um where we do six feet, so we're self distancing from one another, wash our hands, that we wipe everything down that we use.
0: Hey, tell them about cleaning your workstation.
2: We use uh, Lysol to clean all the materials and stuff down that we use.
1: So we're keeping everything clean and we're staying safe. And That's really good. So V-Technical Textiles, as I mentioned earlier, makes mm-hmm. shielding textile products like pouches and garments. Yep. But um, the company has expanded its business since Cuomo called for the industries to retool their products and help satisfy that need for protective gear during this pandemic. Talk yeah. about that a little bit, John.
0: Yeah. So we we provided antimicrobial, silver's antimicrobial, and part of our product line um, is either a woven or a knit that has the silver thread in it, or it's a completely silverized uh, product itself. And we've got, we have customers of ours before this pandemic, before coronavirus, uh, COVID-19 uh, was even a thought for anyone, working in this field for antimicrobials, whether it was a hand wipe or developing a face mask. Um, when, when the world pandemic started and we started seeing things in China uh, develop and we realized that this is something that was going to, to spread, it wasn't. it was going to escape the borders of China. Uh, customers of ours were already uh, in in production to how how they could provide these sanitizing hand wipes and face masks. We we provided those products for them, but we weren't currently making a face mask. We were making the hand wipes for our customers and, because we have a fully integrated cut and sew shop here, and. Um, then, when Governor Cuomo came uh, uh, made made the announcement that he was looking for companies in New York State to ha- help fill this gap um, to get everybody into a face mask, uh, we decided that we could open up an older facility that we were no longer using and dedicate that facility to just making those products. Um, we hired uh, we hired, um, some new staff, and we started to uh, develop out that area, bought new equipment, and uh, and started making these face masks uh, originally to help supply the, the local hospital here who had reached out to us asking if we had any face masks to donate, if we had the ability to make face masks.
1: So I understand that V Technical Textiles is creating a multi-layered N95 mask. How's that yep. mask going to provide the most protection against spreading or getting the coronavirus?
0: So we're working, we're working with, uh, with a couple different um, companies right now on their specific product, which will have an insert um, inside the mask that will provide the 0.3 micron of particulate or droplet from passing through it so that they can get certification to meet the N95 requirement. V-Technical Textiles um, portion of this is to provide them um, metallized materials that will help kill the bacteria both on the outside and the inside of the mask. Um, as, as, as you breathe, breathe out the, the, the moisture um, from your breath will activate the, uh, the mass antimicrobial properties into effect uh, along with a another metallized layer outside the mask that will help prevent any virus that's on there from having uh, a, a long time to to, to mutate um, and that's that's the mask we're working with right now we're working with universities to do our testing for that mask so that uh, we can bring it to the uh, once we have our our data together, we can bring it to, uh, to be certified.
1: That's great. Um, so Sean, how many masks can you package each day? I can answer that. I do about
0: 200, right? A day. You're doing about 200 yourself a day. Yes.
1: Yeah. About 200 a day. 200. That's a lot of masks, man. You must be also selling these masks to the public. Correct. Sean? Yep.
0: We are and so we have a retail site that we're selling um, an e-commerce site that we're selling these masks through and uh, every one of those masks that we sell we are also donating a mask Um, so anybody that purchases one is also making a donation to somebody in healthcare first responder or uh, another essential business uh, uh, like the post office or or uh, the police department so that we can we can get these masks out there we can get people uh, people protected we donate a mask for every sale through our retail site we donate a mask to somebody in healthcare or an essential worker that no that doesn't have the ability to have one for their job
1: i see i see how that works okay everyone how can our listeners buy the new masks or learn more about V Technical Textiles? They can find it on
0: the website or. How well, the website's a good a good place for people to find us, and that website is shop V Tech Textiles. And right there on your on our front page, you can find out about our hand wipes, our gloves, and our face masks that we're producing for people.
1: All right. Sounds good. Well, you both are doing a great job, Daniel and Sean.
0: Keep making
1: those masks and helping the healthcare workers and saving lives. Thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you. Before we go, listeners, I welcome your comments on this program. Just visit and like me on Facebook at Speaking Out for the Blind, or follow me on Twitter at Speak Out Blind or Speak Out for the Blind. You can also check out my website, that's speakingoutfortheblind.weebly.com. More information on today's show is posted there. To Just look under the list of episodes and show news tab. My new email address is speakoutatacbradio.org, and my show archive is at acbradio.org slash speaking-out-for-blind. Please note that there is a link located at the top half of the page and below the heading that says Home Speaking Out for the Blind where you can subscribe to the podcast feed and listen to "Speaking Out for the Blind" shows, ranging from episode 94 to the present. You may also access the podcast feed at acbradio.org/softp. That's all for this edition of "Speaking Out for the Blind." Thanks for listening, and remember to speak out.
2: Introducing Sunday Edition with Anthony, a weekly magazine show featuring the movers and shakers of our beloved organization, topics and news that affect us all, some great roundtable discussions, and of course, a lot of fun. So join me every Sunday at 1 p.m. on ACB Radio Mainstream for Sunday Edition.
3: Sarah Lukes inviting you to join me for my new show on ACB Radio Interactive. It's called The Classical Show. It's on every Wednesday starting at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Each week I'll play some great classical music for you. I'll be playing everything from solo chamber works to large orchestral works. Everything from composers such as Bach and Handel through Copland, Shostakovich, Vaughan Williams, and Just about everything in between. I hope you can join me for my new show. It's called The Classical Show. It's on every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on ACB Radio Interactive. Attention, audio description lovers! On television, for movies, in museums, or at performing arts events, audio description helps people understand and appreciate cultural events. And the ACB's Audio Description Project wants to help you acknowledge quality audio description efforts. The 2020 Audio Description Project Awards call for nominations is now open. Let us know about the top audio description programs you've encountered. Visit acb.org/adp for more information and a link to the nomination form. The deadline is Friday, May. You're listening to ACB Radio Mainstream, a service of the American Council of the Blind.